Daily Audit. It's time for us now to talk about our oral health. You know, Health Tuesdays, we keep it nice and healthy on this side of the fence. Doing a very great job at keeping it nice and healthy. I mean, I'm snacking on salmon and mashed potato here with like mushroom sautéed and green chopped chili. Lovely stuff. Absolutely divine stuff. But all of that that I'm putting in my mouth can affect my oral health. It is true indeed. Uh, we're talking to Dr. Bulela Vava, founder and national chairperson of the Public Oral Health Forum. Uh, September is National Oral Health Month, and uh, it's time for us to now get into oral health and talk about, you know, what uh, in comparison to dogs, oral health, ours is apparently, apparently worse off. Dr. Vava, is this correct? Good morning. Welcome. Good morning to now to you and your listeners. Absolutely, absolutely. So who has a cleaner mouth, a dog or a human being? Well, it would depend on the context. Ah. But in, <laughs> ah. It would definitely depend on the context. Is it a dog from Sandton or is it a dog from rural Eastern Cape somewhere in Mali? Oh, wow. I think I would <laughs> trust the dog from the rurals. I'm not sure about the spoiled brat in Sandton. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us this morning, Doctor. Let's get straight into it. September, Oral Health Month. This is National Oral Health Month. Let's talk about the Public Oral Health Forum. What is this basically about? Thank you, Dinero, for, for the opportunity to share this initiative with the rest of South Africa. The Public Oral Health Forum is nothing but a membership-based um, organization. It's an inclusive platform, mm-hmm. primarily for public oral health professionals. But However, we understand that we don't work necessarily in a silo. And what we do is we, we are considering ourselves a state partner, and equally so a community partner in the advancement of oral health. Mm -hmm. So our key mission basically is to ensure that we build a capable and dignified public oral health service that is accessible to all within the borders of our country. Of course. And our key key, um, pillars of operations of particular areas of focus are advocacy, research and policy development, organizational development, and education and training, pretty much. Let's talk about this educational training, right? Education and training. Dental decay. I want to focus mostly on dental decay. Why is oral disease, particularly dental decay, so prevalent? What are we doing wrong? Well, you know, oral disease, uh, I normally say, thrives when knowledge lacks and where inequality abounds. Mm-hmm. I would like to repeat that, actually, that oral disease thrives where knowledge lacks and where inequality abounds. Sure. So... I would take it further and beyond just a biological reason for why it is actually so common. Mm. But I would actually qualify it by also mentioning the fact that much like diabetes or hypertension, oral disease actually is a lifestyle disease. But, of course, one cannot isolate the experience from the social determinants of health. So, for example, what you do pick up is that in a country, for example, like ours, where inequality is high, poverty and unemployment are high, what you end up noticing and seeing is that there will be a direct or indirect relationship with that regarding the prevalence of oral disease mm. or even its severity. Mm-hmm. In our country, for example, the predominant provider of oral health education and oral health care is the private sector that remains largely inaccessible pretty much to the majority of South Africans mm. who cannot afford expensive oral health care in the private sector. Yeah. And what can be done to improve oral health care delivery in South Africa? Lastly, Doc. 
Well, I think what particularly is very important for me is that we need to invest in capacity, and that is a human resource element. We are a country, for example, of 48 million people, um, with reported 80% of those people dependent on the state as the primary oral health care service, de- um, uh, primary um, service, service delivery agent, if one would use that term. Mm-hmm. And what happens is that you, in our country, for example, you are dealing with two, less than 2,000 dentists mm-hmm. working for the public sector mm-hmm. that has to service relatively just above 80, 80% of the population. Mm-hmm. And we have to deal with issues of, of course, the rural versus urban divide. And again, one of those things of leadership, um, the lack of leadership or visionary mm-hmm. leadership, I would say. Mm-hmm. And of course, then how do we train enough healthcare providers to be able to service this very large population and ensure that, of course, we measure up whether or not are we dealing with cost effectiveness or cost efficiency mechanisms mm-hmm. in order to be able to have more investment done for primary oral health care versus what we currently see, where we are training more what would one would call secondary level mm. um, oral health care cadres. Mm. And of course, I think it would be issues of ensuring that we deal with issues of poor planning mm. and we actually um, ensure that we build managerial capacity and leadership capacity in order to be able to do all these things. Oh, there we go. Thank you so much, Doc. I'm going to have to wrap it up there. Uh, uh, my time sorry. is going to be chopped <laughs> off unless if you want to stay on hold for me. A quick ad break, I'll be right back. I don't mind. Oh, thank you very much, Doc, for staying on the line for us to, to wrap this up quite neatly. There's never enough time mm-hmm. in the day. You were saying lastly, yes. I was actually also saying that I think there's a need for us to reimagine how we do oral health service delivery by taking on innovative um, approaches. For example, a decentralized model of care. Um, and this is more specifically with ensuring that populations have access to specialized oral health care, mm. which is also very hard to come by and very expensive to get in the public sector, mm. in the private sector, I mean. Mm. And I think the idea of also adopting mobile tech as mm. part of the package of care would actually go a long way. Mm. And I think as well, it is as simple also as ensuring that can we just fill all the vacant posts in government mm. um, and ensuring that people at the point of where they stay have access to oral health services. And this is where we say thank you very much for taking the time to chat with us, Doc. Just lastly, thank you very your much. departure. Any information on the digital spaces where people can uh, engage with uh, the Public Oral Health Forum? People can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Mm-hmm. On Twitter, it is POHF underscore SA. And on Facebook, it is the Public Oral Health Forum. And they will definitely be a website coming up soon. Oh, there we go. Thank you so much, Doc. This was Dr. Bulela Vava, founder and national chairperson of the Public Oral Health Forum. A lot of our confidence is hindered by bad oral health. So do look after your oral health. Uh, make it a priority. Uh, it's beyond just the brushing of teeth. It's a lot of things. So do some research on your own oral health. It is time now for the Coffee Break Music Fix. Let's take a quick break, listen to some music, enjoy it, sit back, relax. This is what we're here for. Top tier, because you're worth it. You deserve it.